What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Bikini Things. Today, I'm going to be sitting down with IFBB Bikini Pro, Olympian, and my roommate, Rafaela Milagres. Um, Rafaela prefers to go by Rafa, so you'll hear me call her that. She's a sweetheart, originally hailing from Brazil. So sit back and enjoy as we play 20 questions with Rafa Milagres. What's up, Rafa? How how are you? What's up? I'm good. How about yourself? <laughs> I'm good. I'm excited to record with you. I'm actually surprised we haven't done this sooner. Believe I know, it or not. right? I know. Yeah, considering I would just throw out there that we're roommates, people who follow us on Instagram may have picked up on that. I hope they know that, right? Hopefully. Yeah. And if they're following closely enough yeah. to one or both of our pages, they would know that. True, true. Yeah. So I'm excited to have you. And the cool thing is, we'll we'll dig into this with our 20 questions that we're gonna play. As this episode, but it's so cool. It's such a small world in some ways that you and I are even roommates because I remember watching you at a muscle contest show in 2018 and just being in awe of you. Um, that was fit world in 2018 and you won that show. And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is like one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. That was so sweet. You had your red bikini or like long blonde hair posing was on point. And, um, it's just such a funny, like small world to now think that, like I'm your roommate I never I if you had told me back then that would be the case I'd be like you're lying there's no way oh that's (laughs) awesome but yeah I feel like it was a great um it meant to be you know because you're a great person too and I feel like we have such a good relationship living together and it was my dream to come here and live in California especially uh, um it was my dream to live in Orange County not actually LA so that was even better so yeah, I'm just so grateful that that all happened, you know, in the right way. Yeah, yeah, me too. And you, you're a great person. Thank and you. Awesome She's roommate. biased, you know. Yeah, so we, <laughs> we have a good time as roommates. So today... We actually do, right? Yeah, yeah we do, yeah, we, do. we do, yeah. Um, so today what we'll be doing, which is a little bit different for bikini things, we're going to be playing a game of 20 questions. Yay. So a lot of these were sent into Rafa's Instagram. She put a, she put a post up a couple weeks ago for questions. So yeah. a lot of the questions we took are questions that were submitted to her, people wanting to know more about her. And then we've kind of got a little rapid fire at the end, just some fun kind of like icebreaker, get to know you little questions yeah. as well. So let's just jump right into it. Why did you move from Florida to California last August? Uh, It was mainly for the fitness industry. Uh, I was thinking about competing still when I first moved here. Um, But the whole industry, the shows, even the photographers, um, which I do work with uh, modeling as well, everything was pretty much based in California. And I figured that I knew more people in California, you know. Uh, since I competed here my very first time in America, um, I thought like that was the place that I wanted to leave, you know, but mm-hmm. I was already leaving Florida and then I decided that whenever was a good time or I could find someone nice to live with because I didn't want to live by myself, um, I, and then I planned to move it whenever that happened and yeah, eventually happened and here I am living in California, very happy. I think it was the best decision I made. Uh, I have great friends here. I keep meeting great people. So all good things to say about it. Awesome. Awesome. We're glad to have you. Thank it's you. been it's been a really fun. What has it been like eight months now? Yeah, I think it's Roughly. nine. Yeah, Roughly. probably nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been it's been awesome. So the next question is, what was it like growing up in Brazil? Um, 
It's very different and obviously in different things, right? Uh, in different areas. Uh, with my family, I feel like it was amazing. Uh, my family, I'm very family oriented. So we used to be really close to our, to ours. Um, my aunt, my cousins, my, you know, my sisters. Um, so everything was pretty happy, I would say. Uh, but Brazil, unfortunately, I feel like we don't have as much as opportunities that we, as we have here in America. Um, also, the fitness situation in America was better for me to be here, to live here. So um, I would say I had a really, really happy uh, life in Brazil, uh, but with not a lot of opportunities, if that makes sense, you know? It does, yeah. And sort of related to that, the next question is how many competitions did you do before turning pro and maybe what you could do is touch on when did you start competing? How long did you compete in Brazil? And then when did you finally come to America? Okay. I'm going to try to, to not be too long in this answer, but, um, so living in Brazil, I, I started competing there. Right. And there was something that I was not expecting to do. Uh, it was, I was a training with a personal trainer and then he was, at the time, he used to um, train athletes, which he still does, but um, I didn't even know. I just hired him as a personal trainer. And then I saw him in a magazine training an athlete after that. And then I thought that this body was the body that I thought was pretty, right? Um, we were, it was pretty fit. And then he mentioned, like, oh, okay, you like the body. Why don't you, why don't you go and just try and compete? And then I was crazy at the time. I was just like, yes, okay, let's do it. You know, I didn't think. And then I think I had a boyfriend at the time and um, also my family. And then uh, this trainer, he he asked me, oh, I'm going to say his name, actually. It's Ricardo Panaim. So you guys mm-hmm. probably know him. Yeah, he's one of, I would say, one of the most well-known coaches right? <laughs> from South America. So, yeah, uh, we did work together. And then he made me a pro athlete. Um, so, anyways, I... He started uh, to prep for my first show, and then I ended up winning my first show overall. And then I qualified to the Nationals, and then I won the Brazilian Nationals overall. And then I got qualified for the Arnold's, um, and then and the, I think it was the first Arnold South America. I won the overall as well. And then I turned pro. So it was just like six-month thing, you know? It wow. was Yeah, it was super, super uh, fast to me. Not that it was easy, but it was super fast um so i'm really grateful how everything happened um i became a pro athlete and there was no um pro shows in america in brazil sorry uh only in america at the time in certain places in europe so it was very it was very expensive to come here uh also the whole logistic thing was not the ideal and then i started working with my sister we started a business together uh and then I pretty much used to work from 9 p.m. 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. I had, of course, lunch break, but I couldn't do my meals. I couldn't train as uh, as hard as I used to. So I just decided to give it a break and not pursue my my pro journey yet because I felt like that was not the, the best timing. Um, but I always kept this in my heart, right? So then um, I decided to come here uh, whenever I, I was able to financially, emotionally, my everything my personal life and then four years later I actually moved here um, and then I started competing in the pro league with Kimoto 
um, and everything was super nice. So I won my first show in 2018. That was the show that you met me. Fit World. Mm -hmm. And then I did two show, two shows after that because that year the Olympia it was by points. It was not just winning and you're there. Um, so I did two shows and I won two shows and then I did a third one just to guarantee my my points. And then I finished second in my third show. Um, that was like in two months. And then I was qualified for my 2018 Olympia, which I placed eighth. So that was, that was it a little, uh, about my, a little bit about my story. It's amazing. It's amazing. And I had, I had no idea you turned pro that fast. I know. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was, uh, undefeated. That's how you say it. Yeah. Undefeated, right. Yeah. yeah. Really incredible. <laughs> so one of the most requested fan questions, and I think question that you get often from people that know you or on social media is why did you stop competing? And do you, do you think there will be competitions in the future for you? I would love to answer this like with a very, very, uh, a straight question, but it's a little bit more complicated. Um, whenever I was qualified for my second Olympia, I started having problems with my bicep tendon. Which was what year? It was 2000. That was a great question. It was 2020. Mm -hmm. Yes, that was 2020. Um, so then okay. I started having problems with my rotator cuff, uh, which was giving me pain in my shoulders and my bicep, ten my bicep tendons too. Uh, so my arm was pretty swollen. And then I woke up one day in my Olympia prep with a frozen arm. So I couldn't move, you know? And then... Um, I went to the doctor and it was he told me it was not major and then we start treating a little bit with uh, some physiotherapy and certain exercises um but it never went away this pain uh and it's very it's very funny and there's science behind it too that uh in my second prep whenever i was after this problem uh at the olympia i tried to have another prep and then whenever i was like five four weeks out which your body, um, it's very depleted of nutrients and, you know, calories and also mm -hmm. low body fat. Your body's kind of like struggling to keep healthy, right? And, and um, allow you to do all everything you need to do in prep. And that was the time that this pain used to come back, like really, really bad. Because my joints and everything, was they're not protected as much as they used to whenever I had more body fat and was eating more, you know? So, and this happened twice. So now I feel like I need to give a break and go check it out and, you know, see how, how serious it is and why it keeps coming back. And then, and I feel like right now, because I'm still in pain and I still cannot, I'm not able to train as hard as I used to my upper body. I feel like, I don't know what, you know, what to answer. I don't know if I will come back competing because right now I'll say no, since I'm dealing all this pain. Um, but if I was a hundred percent, probably, but yeah, I feel like I need to be a hundred percent first and then come up with, you know, an idea. Okay. Am I competing again? Or, uh, I'm just going to live, you know, a fit and healthy lifestyle, but this stage thing is something that, that I don't really know, you know, how to answer right now. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that's a you know, we'll leave it open. I think a lot of people would love to see you get on stage again. I know. I mean, I, I do appreciate whoever is to like remember and they message me or they, you know, repost something about me and the on stage. Uh, I do miss, but whenever you're dealing with pain, it's just, I don't know, it kind of is a turn off, you know, because you feel like I, I need to be healthy first. I need to take care of myself first. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's so true. What tips do you have for those that are competing, maybe in their first show or trying to turn pro and follow a path more like yours? Well, I would say, first of all, you should hire a coach, right? Because you, you're not going to get anywhere. I mean, maybe you will. I don't know. But I feel like it's very hard to get somewhere without a guidance, you know? Um, and you should find someone that you can trust, someone that you can, you know, uh, uh, give all your your prep and your uh, moments of weakness and all these to this person you know and he needs to be a mentor as well you know that was that will that is my main um advice so if you think about competing or if you want to just be a pro and if you don't have a coach yet that was that's my main advice and now you primarily work as a model do you feel like people treat you differently because of what you do now Honestly, yes and no. Um, I feel like there is people that they care so much about it and they think, oh my God, you something else because you do modeling, you know? Um, but I feel like most of my friends and people I deal with on a daily basis, they, they're pretty okay with that. I also feel like I'm just like normal person is a normal job. Um, but yes, I do... I do know that certain people they will treat me different, but not the people that have been that I have in my in my friends on or my in my life, you know, which is is great, mm-hmm. right? That is good. We're gonna take a quick break to talk about one of our partners, Ana Luisa Jewelry. That's A N A l u i s a and ana luisa makes really high quality affordable jewelry at affordable prices they're completely carbon neutral from their packaging to the products themselves the designs are unique and will make you feel empowered unique and at your finest they have new designs every single friday so don't forget to check them out at shop.analuisa.com slash bikini things and again that's a-n-a-l-u-i-s-a let's get back to the episode when was the last time you dated someone this was a popular question. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a tricky one, too. Um, well, that I dated, like, in a serious relationship. It was November. Uh, it was actually, sorry, December from last year. Um, that was that was my... Re- Laurie's looking mm-hmm. at me with such a, like, I know yeah, everything. Rafa, <laughs> like, Rafa, don't lie. Rafa, the listeners want to know who you were dating. Who were you dating before? Um, I mean, I feel like most of... People in the fitness industry know who I was dating, right? So, what yeah. are your plans for 2022? Um, okay, since I moved to California a couple months ago, um, and also I've been working on new things. Um, as you guys, if you follow me, you know. Uh, if you don't follow me, start following me, please. <laughs> and then you know about uh, my life and what I do on a daily basis. Um, but I've been working with Thriller Fight Club. Um, so we have a lot of fights, a lot of... Uh, MMA, uh, boxing events uh, coming up, some other interesting things too that they're doing with us. Um, and just, you know, keeping my my modeling thing. Since here, I'm so close to LA, I feel like there's a lot of things I can do and I keep thinking and working on some of them. So it's just to, you know, pursue my my first, my um, main goals that were um, the goals that whenever I came here. Awesome. So next up, what we've got are a set of kind of fun, rapid fire questions. So these are kind of shorter, get to know you type questions. 
Some of them were submitted by the listeners. Some of them we just came up with. Mm-hmm. But let's get started. So if you wrote a fiction book, what would it be about? Um, I'm, I literally saw this question like 10 minutes ago. Okay, guys. So I literally have to think about it right now. Uh, if I wrote a fiction book. Um, there'll be some like people that have superpowers and stuff like this. Nice. That's what I feel like. Like Rafa's version of the Avengers. Yeah, something like this. Uh Perfect. Perfect. What's your favorite color, Rafa? Um, depends for what, but I would say neutral colors. Um, I mean, I was let's put like clothes. Example, I like neutral a lot. You know, like pastel, like off white, white, black. Very nice. What is your favorite food? I would say burgers and sweet potato fries. They'll be like my to-go. And if I want to have something really good, you know, something tasty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's your what's your favorite dessert? Um, I'll say ice cream or gelato. And I have two favorite ones. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're so good. Um, My first one's kind of like normal ish is the Ben Jerry's, the chocolate fudge brownie, fudge brownie. Yes. And the second one, because I feel like I would ruin everyone's diet, because if they try, <laughs> they'll definitely become addicted, is the Talenti layers. Uh, it's a gelato. It's a gelato, but uh, there is, um, there's a couple of flavors, uh, but I like the um, caramel one. And there's like five layers of different things and the ice cream, uh, the gelato. So you guys got to check it out. It's, it's really, really bomb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you try, right? I haven't, I don't know if I've, I've had the caramel one. I've had the Oh my God, the caramel one. is the best. I've no, had the Funfetti one. That's I not really like that okay, one. Okay, the caramel okay. is my... The Funfetti one's still good though. Is my okay. go-to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite fashion brand or brands? I like for, you mean for normal clothes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't spend a lot of money with clothes, I would say. I mean, I shop pretty much in fast fashion like fashion of a pretty little thing um you know all these like fast fashion i really don't don't like spend a lot of money in clothes my clothes are like super cheap mm-hmm. so yeah anything is like in fast fashion i don't really pick a brand i literally see the product that i like and i just buy it, you know awesome okay what is your favorite exercise or favorite muscle group to train I don't mean to sound cliche or cheesy, but honestly, it's just, I like to train glutes, you know, because <laughs> I feel like all the girls, we like to train, you know, glutes to have like a round and, you know, nice booty. But um, that's the truth. Um, my favorite exercise is actually one exercise that you taught me. I mean, you taught me how to um, exchange certain things because our gym, we don't have a lot of stuff for glutes. Um, is the... Is the sumo, but you put two dumbbells. Oh, like an elevated, jab. elevated sumo squat. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's I. I really like this exercise. I'll say that's my favorite. Okay, I'm gonna have to do that next glute day. Okay, yeah. <laughs> excellent. What's your favorite music genre? I listen to pretty much hip hop, rap, and some pop. I, I and uh, I forgot the reggaeton too. What and... do you What do you usually listen to when you train? Um, I have a playlist that I kind of mix all these these um, music um, styles, and then I just pretty much put it on shuffle and I listen to kind of all of them. You know. Awesome, that sounds bomb. <laughs> uh, 
Are you psychic in any way? I'm not psychic, but I feel like I have a great gut feeling. And I do go a lot through my gut feeling. You know, if I have something that's telling me that stuff is true, it is true, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I found out so many things. You guys have no idea. Just because I felt like something, you know, was was telling me certain thing. So, yeah, I don't know if you call this pissic, but but um, something like this, you know. I'm, I'm just very in tune with my gut feeling. Wait, did you say pissic? Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> something probably. Psychic. <laughs> Psychic. <laughs> well, I'm a little, you know, I'm a little high, but it's okay. <laughs> what uh, what emoji do you use the most often? I use the new emoji. Do you guys knew the new emojis? they like, they just released like, a week ago or something it is a kind of laughing one but with their covering their mouth like kind of shy laughing ish and i yeah whenever i talk to guys especially i always put them it's kind of like you did something it's, wrong and you're laughing you it's know? kind of flirty it is flirty a little bit yeah do you think if you send a guy that is that flirty um i was send a guy if i was like talking you know like little cute and stuff with him and then i'll send it like oh i'm shy so, yeah that's you know. true that's a very it's a cute little emoji i think it depends on the contest but yeah it's really true cute. very <laughs> true okay last question rafa what is your favorite non-physical attribute i think honestly um it's like the guy's heart you know oh sorry i thought you were talking oh. about it yeah <laughs> for a I man have, yeah i've I had in my head that you were going to ask, like, what do I find attractive in me or something? Can no, you I, think, I think you nixed that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so last question, Rafa. What is your favorite non-physical attribute about yourself? About myself, I think, is my heart. I feel like I'm really selfless. It's just so hard to say something good about yourself, right? But, yeah. You're a great person. Uh, so, no, don't yeah. start. Cause yeah. you, okay, you're biased. But, um, yeah, I feel like I'm selfless, and I think about the the other people like a lot and you know trying to be considering i think that's a, a really good to have and i also admire a lot in others so that's why i feel like i try always to be like this you know so yeah that's a great point and so 20 21st bonus question mm -hmm. is there anything that you would want people to know about you that maybe they wouldn't gather from just looking at your social media profile or seeing you on instagram I feel like there's a lot because I'm a very private person and I was just telling Laura like how vulnerable I feel because I feel like I, you know, I, that's kind of how I started and Instagram and the fitness, I was like, no, I'm just going to make it more professional. I'm not going to, you know, talk about my life, but I feel like, you know, if you don't, if you don't know how the person is, sometimes you don't even know. I mean, you kind of know why you follow them. Yeah, because they're a competitor. But you want to know if they're like, oh, they're a competitor, but they're a good person or they are, you know, they're interesting or they're funny. So, yeah, I just decided to share a little bit more, uh, share a little bit more about myself. But there's a lot of things that you guys probably won't, don't know. Uh, but I'll be more than happy to be doing this often or, you know, to be sharing a little bit more on my Instagram. Yeah, we should do we should do more of these episodes in the future. For sure. I would love yeah. to. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for being on the podcast, Rafa. This Thank was awesome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I was a little nervous, but I feel like we did great. You crushed it. You crushed it. Thank you.
Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget that Ana Luisa has some amazing deals for Mother's Day and you can check them out by going to our partner link at shop.analuisa.com slash bikini things. Give us a rate review and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. You can follow us on Instagram at bikini underscore things. Follow me at Laura underscore FBB pro and my coaching at more M-O-R-E athletics. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you.